1: Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com.
2: Good afternoon. You are listening to the Tim DeMoss Show. It's AM 560 WFIL.com and on the app as well. We're glad you're here. Forecast Calling for a kind of cloudy rest of the afternoon. Still a little sunshine in spots. 51 the high. Eventually clearing out for a low of 30 tonight. Tomorrow getting cloudy again. Shower two expected later in the day and or in the evening. Tomorrow's high 44. I think I saw a few snowflakes earlier this morning, which was lovely. Uh, just because I'm looking ahead to the forecast. and It's supposed to get even colder later in the week, but nothing in terms of snow. And then into the 60s for a day or two next week so it looks like we're snow free for a while i know still and i know some people say don't say that don't say that i'm not superstitious god's in charge of all that so we're gonna have snow he'll send it when he's ready to send it but that said i guess i'd like to have a storm at some point we're into january and really haven't had i don't think have i missed something did i miss something danny over the weekend has there been snow in the last six weeks I don't like, think so. Like, you know how you have a rare Thanksgiving something or we didn't have on Thanksgiving anymore. I hope
3: not. I don't want snow.
2: You don't? No. What's wrong with you?
3: I don't like snow. You don't like snow? No. I mean, it was fun when you're a kid and you have a closed day and everything, but... Now it's just every – no one can drive. You have to clean your car off.
2: Look, don't get too old too quick, (laughs) all right? Stay a kid as long as you can.
3: I'm trying.
2: I used to ask my mom that when she – you know, she passed at 84, but I would ask her that kind of like, Mom, how old do you think you are if you didn't know how old you are? How old would you be if you didn't know how old you actually are? She'd like, I think I'm like 20-something, she would say. (laughs) Because she was young in her mind, and I feel that way, too. I think I'm 80-something. Do you? Yeah. Well, your your snow description <laughs> makes backs that up. Uh, of course, the Eagles' tough game yesterday. They lost 17-9 to Seattle. Do you watch any of the game yesterday? A little bit, but then I got bored. Well, it wasn't exactly an offensive fire. Like, well, not a lot of points are being scored, so I understand that. Yeah. yeah. Sixers are home tonight against Oklahoma City at 7. Flyers at Carolina tomorrow. That's where we... Start to turn your attention, if you're a sports fan, uh, to Sixers and Flyers locally. Of course, they are still, I guess, eight teams left in the pro football playoff system. Uh, so, anyway, yeah, I'm thinking today we actually are going to segue. We have a couple of sports related things in our in our mix, among other things. But what did you do then? If you didn't, did you watch a little bit of the game? You said,
3: yeah, I watched probably a few minutes of the first quarter. Okay, And then it ended, I believe the first quarter ended with it being tied three to three. And I said, this is the most boring game. (laughs) I'm turning it off and I took a nap.
2: Wow. And then (laughs) did you wake up and it was dark or what happened? I
3: woke up because it was red carpet for the Golden Globes time. Oh,
2: brother. See, I saw that and I'm like, I'm out. I was too sad after. Well, I wasn't sad, sad, but I'm watching the Eagles almost come from behind and almost pull it off and then they didn't. And uh, only the fall to the Seahawks yesterday. So I did not watch the Golden Globes. We took my daughter driving. Mm. She wanted desperately to go anywhere so she could be the driver. So we had a little father-daughter time last night. That's nice. Going to the drugstore and on the roads a little bit. Anyway, uh, well, the Golden Globes I didn't see any of. uh, But I understand that one of the – there's a movie. The movie of the year, whatever – was it 1917? 1917 won for Best Motion Picture Drama. Okay, well, and it's a serious, serious film.
3: Yeah, it's about World War One.
2: Yeah, yeah. Specifically, the question being, what would you endure in order to save 1,600 lives? What if one of those lives was your brother's? Uh, 1917, the new epic action thriller movie set against the backdrop of World War I from the director of Skyfall. Time is the enemy as two young soldiers are given an impossible mission to cross enemy territory and deliver an urgent message that will save the lives of 1,600 fellow soldiers, including the life of one of their brothers. The movie honors the sacrifice of an entire generation that fought in a war that's too often forgotten. The two leads in the movie, not action heroes, but ordinary young men who perform extraordinary acts of bravery. Critics are raving about it. got the award uh, winning last night on the Golden Globes. Uh, It's called A Soaring Tribute to Heroism, the best war movie since Saving Private Ryan. Uh, the Military Times calls it beautiful, emotional, and an absolute must-see, and Forbes magazine simply declares it the best picture of the year. Uh, so don't miss 1917. This is the, this is the uh, uh, summation of it, uh, now playing in select theaters everywhere starting January 10th. Keep in mind, it is rated R. Uh, it is a war movie, and so there's a lot of, uh, of things along those lines uh, bringing that, uh, that rating to light. There's a chance I may actually see this movie tomorrow night. There is a, a, a screening of it may have a chance to go see that uh, to maybe let you know more about it later in the week. But that's to put that on your radar. Um, just back on the sports thing for a second, Danny, you know, last Friday we had a number of Eagles players on the program by virtue of the fact that I went down to the practice facility. Yes. And talked with them heading into the weekend. hmm And one of them was Vinny Curry. Yes. Yes. And you know what he said?
3: He said, playoffs, bro.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he. I asked him how he prepares for the weekend, and he he was loose. He was laughing, oh, I'm not laughing, but he was just like, "Well, do you happen to have what he had?" I do. You want me to
4: play yeah, it? I do. All right. All right. Playoffs, bro. <laughs> it's just for
0: itself. Shout out the world championship. That's It's
4: gonna be big. Yeah.
2: Playoffs, bro. It's gonna be big. Champion, chance, world, world, world championship. He. I don't know if you saw this before you fell asleep. He blocked the first. He blocked a kick yesterday. Uh, yesterday, yeah. So against uh, he blocked the first attempt the Patriot uh, the uh, Seahawks had. He blocked it. Good for him. Which is was kind of rare. He he fought through the line, got a hand on it, deflected it. So I'm like, that's my boy. He just <laughs> last week he was looking at me saying, like, basically, I don't have to work up for this game. I don't have to worry about thinking about it. It's the playoffs. We could win the championship. So I thought, well, if nothing else, our own Vinny Curry. Uh, tied to our show loosely, if if you will, blocked their first field goal attempt. Alas, it was too little, too uh, in the in the big picture, and the team goes down seventeen to nine. Uh, hopefully, they'll think, they'll be able to turn things around for the coming season. Uh, also, just briefly in football, Alabama quarterback Tua Tagovailoa. I think that's how you say his name, Tagovailoa. It's a really long name. That's why most of the commentators just call him Tua. He is a star quarterback from Alabama, has decided to enter the NFL draft rather than return for a senior season. And within the division, the Dallas Cowboys set in to hire Mike McCarthy as their head coach, replacing Jason Garrett. Uh, the um, McCarthy is the uh, was the head coach for Green Bay for 13 years and helped them win a Super Bowl about 10 years ago. So there you have that. Now, as far as continuing this theme, you would agree, Danny, I know you would agree, there's more to life than football. Absolutely. There's <laughs> a lot more life. <laughs> Absolutely. Some people are in mourning today and all that. Uh, and it's understandable. And the Carson Wentz took a bad hit yesterday. And there's been a lot of conversation about that. And he went out probably about the time you fell asleep is when he got hit. Yeah, it was somewhere around that part. And then they had Josh McCown come in who, by the way, for those who didn't tune in Friday, I actually talked to Josh McCown Friday around one mm, thirty.
3: I know. I bragged to my family about it.
2: Oh, really? He
3: came on and I was like, Tim knows him. Tim, I was like, this guy has Tim's
2: card. That's yes. Well, and, and they were closing the locker room media availability, and he was at his locker grabbing a few things. I always try to be careful not to bother him if they're if they're in the middle of something. But Josh McCown was one of the last to leave the locker room that day, and I had already written on the back of my business card the showtime and you know the hotline and all that stuff, and and I just introduced myself very briefly. Uh, he's a Christian man, so I, I had mentioned we're a Christian station here, and. I just said sometime, you know, I know you got your mind on other things, maybe in the off season, if you have a chance. And he was like, okay, that sounds good. So he took my car, put it in his locker, and uh, and then he winds up going into the game. I don't know if you know this, Danny, but he's played in the in the NFL for 17 years and what? never played in a playoff game. He has played, I think, for, for nine teams, nine or ten, and like for a year or two, just a total journeyman in a lot of ways. Like capable, but like mostly a backup for his whole life. And at 40 years old, he's making his debut in the playoffs. Wow. Um, I read a statistic somewhere where he had not played or he had not started a, a pro football game, like, from December on uh, in, in six years. Like, so for him to be in there yesterday doing what he did was, was a minor miracle. And uh, I'd love yeah. to talk to him about it sometime. He did an admirable job doing as best as he could, and the team did as well, and there's a lot to be proud of. Uh, again, disappointing that Carson Wentz got knocked out. And Carson Wentz, God's—I mean, he even tweeted out today. It's all—it's part of God's plan. He's—I mean, he's—he's he's taking comfort in the fact that God's in charge. Because consider Carson Wentz has played four years now. He had an amazing year. Uh, uh, he's had like half the time he's been injured. He's had great success, but he didn't get to finish the Super Bowl when Nick Foles did. And all kinds of twists and turns, and just the physical. Anybody who's ever had an injury, a single injury, let alone multiple ones, and had to recover from all that really takes a lot out of you, physically, emotionally, spiritually. I'm sure. Yeah. So, uh, Lord willing, again, at one point we'll have Carson on the program. Perhaps we'll be able to talk about those things as well. So, anyhow, all that to say, we have a break to take. But before we do, coming up this hour, uh, one of the things we want to do is take a few moments and play a few clips for you. A gentleman named Ben Malcolmson, who has basically been like a a right-hand man of the Seahawks head coach, Pete Carroll – Ben's a believer. He wrote a book called Walk On. It's an incredible story. And uh, we actually had been on sometime, I forget, was it about a year ago? November 2018. See? Oh, see? Yeah, about a year ago. There you are. See? Look who knows what's going on. Uh, so, we'll play a few clips for you since we just you know, obviously played the Seahawks yesterday. Again, his name is Ben Malcolmson. You can look up the podcast from November 2018. We'll give you a few clips of that. Uh, also, a few clips of a gentleman named Scott Wilder who's going to join us. He's from the Ministry Preborn. He'll be in studio with us Wednesday and Thursday of this week as we try to raise some support and awareness for their work that they do and helping provide free ultrasounds, uh, as well as um, Kurt Menefee, who is the host of Fox NFL Sunday. He's been there for 12, 13 years with Terry Bradshaw, Howie Long, Jimmy Johnson, Michael Strahan uh, during the season. And he also does another tie-in, play-by-play for the Seattle Seahawks during that preseason. So we have a couple of Seahawks tie-ins, and this is just to loop back and say there's more life than football. Today, we're going to talk about other things, but they happen to have Seahawks connections. It would have been lovely to play Fly Eagles Fly today and be jumping up and down. And then, yeah, we're going to the next round. Didn't happen. Life does go on. And, uh, you know, under God's care, you can know that, yeah, we, there's a much bigger picture than whether the Eagles win or lose and other things that happen in your life. There is a much bigger picture. So we'll get into all that in just a moment. Uh, Kurt Menefee from uh, Fox NFL Sunday will join us. He's actually part of a pretty cool series called America's Top Dog that debuts on AE later this week. We'll get into him, uh, hit into that with him for a little bit in addition to the uh, other things that I mentioned. If you feel like giving a call in throughout the hour, you're welcome to do that too, 800 570 Sixty WFIL is our number, 800-560-9345, or feel free to text in. The uh, number is 610-500-DOVE, 610-500-3683. You're listening to The Tim Demos Show on WFIL. Thanks for tuning in today.
1: You're listening to a podcast of The Tim DeMoss Show, heard weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM560 WFIL and at WFIL.com.
2: It's four seventeen on the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Thank you for listening in. You know, hearing that feature with Dr. Tony Evans reminds me I wanted to bring this up Friday and just didn't have a chance to do so. Uh, many folks are aware that Pastor Evans's wife Lois just passed away in the last week or so, and we had some information about that on our Facebook page. We were talking about it on the air for folks to pray for her, uh, and just kind of taking Dr. Evans's lead as far as what to pray for and. He had some very powerful things to say and share with the um, digital world, if you will, the folks who follow him and the ministry online and all that. Uh, There was actually a service for Lois Evans earlier today um, in Texas, I believe it was. And um, anyway, from a post that Dr. Evans made recently, he said, uh, Many of you have asked how you can help us during this time. We're grateful for your thoughts and prayers. Ways that you can help include, number one, pray for me and the entire Evans family. Secondly, you can send cards of encouragement to Evans family, care of the urban alternative, P.O. Box 4000, Dallas, Texas 75208. That's Evans family, care of the urban alternative, P.O. Box 4000, Dallas, Texas 75208. And also he adds, in lieu of flowers, We'd love your help in continuing the ministry to pastors' wives that was dear to Lois's heart. You can send contributions to the Urban Alternative and notate pastors' wives' ministry in the memo of your check at any time or contribute electronically at TonyEvans.org frontslash Lois Evans on or after January 2nd, which is where we are now. In honor of Lois, I'd also love for you to consider sending flowers this week to your pastor's wife. Lois loved receiving flowers, but she also loved giving them because her passion was ministering to pastors' wives and making sure they felt loved and cared for. Your gift of flowers in her memory would be a gift to us as well. Thank you for loving us, the Evans family, and thank you for your ongoing prayers. That's in honor of Lois Irene Evans, uh, December 1, 1949 to December 30, 2019. And, uh, you know, I, I bring this up because you, if you go to our website, WFIL.com, you will see a program guide among other things that lists all the ministries we have and the times the programs air and all that, which is helpful. And, and hopefully you listen to programs as you choose and are blessed by them. But of course, I think everyone's smart enough to know that these are real people. They're not just voices that you hear on the air, uh, distant and far away, but they're real people and they, uh. The, like Pastor Evans and, and Dr. Evans and his wife, Lois, real people and real, real things going on. And so your support and prayer for uh, that program and that ministry is greatly appreciated. Dr. Tony Evans. And again, the program has been on WFIL for a long time. Uh, the urban alternative you can catch at weeknights at seven 30 from seven 30 to eight on WFIL. So um, help yourself to that. Listen in perhaps with fresh ears to that program and understand he has just lost his wife to the Lord, and, and I say that in the, you know, grad, she's graduated on glory. And if you're a believer, you know that that's that's where we're heading. So there's grief, there's sadness for a time. And um, anyhow, that, those are some thoughts of his. You can always go on Facebook to Tony Evans, and you can find some of the information I've just shared with you now. So I want to make sure to pass that along to you as part of our listening family. We grieve with them as they grieve too. Um, it's more much more than just uh, airing programs, right? So with that said, if you have listened to WFL for any length of time, you know that we have a program this hour, four to five. It's been going on for about a year and a half, and the goal is multifaceted. And one of them is simply to, to build into our local community and have a chance to have folks call in and text in and build an ongoing relationship. We have some wonderful national ministries like The Alternative uh, on, our, on our air as well. Um, and so the guests that we have, including in addition to the phone calls we take, we have guests on every now and again. And sometimes those guests are local. Sometimes they're national. Sometimes they're different tie-ins. And so to give you an example of that, we maybe call this informally our podcast potpourri segment. Uh, the focus is on a gentleman named Ben Malcolmson. He uh, basically has been kind of like a, a right-hand man to the Seattle Seahawks head coach, Pete Carroll. Of course, the Seahawks just uh, knocked the Eagles out yesterday in the playoffs. Ben Malcolmson uh, has a great story. He wrote a book called Walk On. Walk On. And let's just give you a little, a little bit of a, a, a couple of clips from the interview we did. The original was November seventh, twenty eighteen. This is Ben Malcolmson of the Seattle Seahawks.
5: In fifth grade, my dad signed me up for Pop Warner football, and uh, I was just trying to figure out what sport I wanted to play, and I was signed up for every sport in the book and uh that one year of playing football was the most miserable experience possible. I did not enjoy playing football at all. I was undersized. I was a late bloomer, and uh I was just getting my butt kicked <laughs> all over the football field. So after that season was over, I, I promptly quit and, and promised myself that I'd never play football again. And fast forward uh, about 10 years, I find myself uh, in college at the University of Southern California, and I had become a student newspaper reporter. I was a journalism major and was covering the USC Trojans football team for the school newspaper, and uh, that was kind of in the, the height of USC football when they were the number one team three straight years in a row. And, um, just an incredible time to to be a student there and to be a student newspaper reporter. It was amazing. and Had covered the team for three years and then uh was gearing up to graduate, and I get an idea. I need to go out with a bang, kind of write one final good story about the team, and I get this idea, well, why don't I go through the walk-on tryouts for the football team? And it would kind of be a joke because here, number one team in the country, and uh, me having not played football since fifth grade, and just going through the tryout just to write an article for the school newspaper, it'd be kind of funny. I could make fun of myself and throw myself under the bus, if you will. So
4: yeah.
5: I go through the tryout, and uh, I, it was it was brutal. It was really hard, and I mean, I didn't even know what position to try out for, and I was definitely out of my league uh, even among the tryout players. And it never even crossed my mind that I could make the team because. I was just a student newspaper reporter. There was just no chance at all, and so I, I go home, start writing my story, and this was going to be the best story I ever had. And I get a phone call two days after the trial saying I made the football team. So it was uh, the most shocking call you could ever imagine because I never even dreamed that I could make the team. That's like someone walking in and handing you a million dollars. It's like, okay, what's what's the catch here, you know? And so I was figured this has to be a prank. This has got to be a joke. Maybe Coach Carroll's pulling a prank on me, maybe one of my friends. But uh, I go and, and check it out, and it's real. I was all of a sudden on the number one team in the country, Having not played football since fifth grade and having gone through the trout just to write an article for the school newspaper, my That's life, I took a total turn in that moment.
2: That's Ben Malcolmson sharing part of what is in that book, Walk On. He also talked in our chat about Coach Carroll and, and being part of the Seahawks.
5: Thankfully, uh, Coach Carroll does an incredible job of creating a, kind of a family environment and brotherhood Damn. on the team. So a, a walk on is treated just the same as everyone else, and uh, it's just an amazing Uh, environment and he does that in the NFL too. It doesn't matter whether you're a 10 year NFL veteran or or a rookie. Everyone's treated the same and and guys really are, are welcoming and, and inviting and it 's really cool, just that that flows from coach Carroll and then as uh, as cute as this story is and as inspiring as it is, um, the faith element is is the most profound and, and that 's the part that that re- the book really focuses on and, and just really is hopefully an encouragement to people if if you get a chance to pick up the book just the the fact that God has an amazing purpose for all of us and, and mine I was pressing into from day one when I made that team. I had a, just a deep sense in my heart that God had me there for a reason and that it was something far greater than just suiting up and playing football, that He had me there for an eternal purpose and so, I was pressing into that from day one and went through a lot of ups and downs, um, mostly downs at the beginning because I tried to start a Bible study and no one showed up and I tried to start a prayer group and no one showed up and then I just tried to be a light, tried to be a good friend, a good teammate and love my teammates well and and nothing was happening. I was seeing zero fruit and zero results. And then uh, at the end of the season, right before we play in the Rose Bowl, I get an idea that everyone on the team should get a Bible. And I had read in Isaiah 55, it says, if his word goes out, it's not return empty. And so I got a hundred Bibles and placed one in every teammate's locker and was very excited to see my purpose come to fruition and see God work here because First of all, he's faithful to his promise that if his word goes out, it's not going to return empty. And second of all, I I just knew that he had me there for a reason, and I hadn't seen it yet. So this had to be it, because we were running out of time. The the end of the season was there. So I uh, place a Bible in every guy's locker and fully expecting just revival to break out. And uh, I walk into the locker room the next day, just total opposite is what I see. I see pages of the Bible just shredded, ripped up, thrown all over the floor did couldn't even see the carpet because all you saw were just shredded pages of the Bible everywhere. So it was crushing and uh, just another failure in me trying to find my purpose. But thankfully, uh, years down the road, I, I see the the fulfillment of my purpose uh, when I re- re-encounter a teammate of mine.
2: You're listening to the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Uh, ben Malcolmson of the Seattle Seahawks, uh, our guest back on the 7th of November, 2018. He had a book out called Walk On, From Pee-wee Dropout to the NFL Sidelines, My Unlikely Story of Football, Purpose, and Following an Amazing God. Uh, I'm looking on the back of the book. I still have a copy, and we actually gave copies away at the time. Parenthetical note here, when we have authors on especially, we often like to get some copies to give away. So as you're listening in the future in 2020, Lord willing, we'll have many more books to give away. And uh, So have our number and our text line handy so you can get yourself in the running for those things, not just today, not today, but uh, specifically, but just so you know, 800-560-WFIL is our number and 610-500-DOVE, 610-500-3683 is our text line. I'm looking in the back of the book and uh, you know Ben Malcolmson's path with Coach Carroll intersected twice back at USC and also now at the… Uh, head you know, the pro level as coach of the Seattle Seahawks. Again, Pete Carroll and the Seahawks in town yesterday, of course, knocking the Eagles out of the playoffs. Uh, but also on the back here, I didn't even really realize this. It's just a small little fun thing how God weaves these things together. Dr. Tony Evans is the other main endorsement on the back of his book, and I was just talking about him and the loss of his wife Lois last week. Uh, on the back of the book, it says, Ben's story will give you hope and show you that God has a game plan and purpose for you that's for better than you could ever imagine. Those are the words of Dr. Tony Evans, pastor of Oak Cliff Bible Fellowship, on the back of this book. And literally, I did not even realize that when we started this segment. Uh, just, a, I think, a fun way of God weaving multiple things together. Uh, I'll give you another clip or two here from the Ben Malcolmson interview that we had again, just to give you more of an insight into things. Uh, just from a purely football standpoint, obviously, yesterday, a very disappointing day if you're an Eagles fan and how they were close but couldn't quite get the job done. Uh, this, you know, the Seattle Seahawks won the Super Bowl, uh, and they were a yard away from winning it again against the Patriots. Uh, I guess I forget what year it was twenty it was six years ago, and uh, instead, this, the Russell Wilson from Seattle threw a pass; it was intercepted. The Patriots wound up winning the Super Bowl that year, but they were so close. And uh, you know on the one yard line with twenty or thirty seconds left, and the pass gets intercepted. Some people said, you know, Marshawn Lynch, the beast, beast mode, should have just been given the ball to blow through the line and score for Seattle. But they chose a different path, a path, and 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 paid for it. Anyhow, this is Ben Malcolmson just talking about the pain of coming so close to winning the second Super Bowl right in a row. Only to have it snatched away.
5: We win Super Bowl forty-eight. The Seahawks beat the Broncos there in New York, and then literally one year later, we find ourselves back in the Super Bowl playing the Patriots and make it all the way down to the one-yard line. And it's one of the most famous plays in, in Super Bowl history, and obviously highly debated. And uh, our quarterback throws an interception there on the on the one-yard line in the final seconds of the game, and we go from the highest high of, of winning a Super Bowl a year before to. Uh, 364 days later losing a super bowl on the 1 yard line and it was so crushing and very heartbreaking in so many ways um but obviously there's so many lessons uh, spiritually to take from that and just from a life sense that that your past doesn't define you that you keep moving on and there's there's more to come than what's behind us and uh no matter what what's happened, whether you're on the the highest mountain or the lowest valley, that there's always more ahead when we're following God, that he's taken us from glory to glory, and he's got great things in store for us. Yeah, Ben
2: Malcolmson again from the Seattle Seahawks, out of the right-hand man. In many respects, to Pete Carroll, the head coach of the Seahawks, and I guess they won it in 2014, lost in 2015. So yeah, about five, six years ago. Uh, just another little clip for you on Ben. He's got a lot of great perspective. Every chapter in this book, Walk On, actually has scripture at the at the back end of it. Uh, just talking about God's power. This is Ben Malcolmson of the Seattle Seahawks.
5: It's almost impossible to fully grasp what God is doing in the moment, um, just because we don't, we can't fathom what He's up to. We don't have the eyes to see or the ears to hear. Um, to the level that he's at work. And so um having that that 2020 perspective when you look back and you're like okay, now I see what God was doing. Um both through the ups and the downs. And uh and my story I shared a little bit about it, but all those challenges pointed to just a, an incredibly amazing set of circumstances where one of my teammates who ended up passing away was, was saved just a few days before he died. Um, that season um, through the Bibles and through another teammate. And I I didn't see it in the moment. I saw it four years later when I reconnected with another teammate. And it's just crazy that God is always at work, whether we can see it or not. Um, And so just to, to keep pressing on. And the book is titled Walk On, just to encourage us to keep walking on. Just keep taking those steps one after another, day by day. And uh, whatever God has placed in front of us, just be faithful with that and trust and know that He is at work, that He does have a purpose for you uh, wherever you're at.
2: Yeah, and last clip from Ben Malcolmson,
0: a favorite scripture.
5: The the verse that's really been the thread throughout this journey for me has been Habakkuk 1.5, and it's from a tiny little book in the back of the Old Testament but it says, look at the nations and watch and be utterly amazed for I'm doing something in your days that you would not believe even if you were told. And I think that's what God wants to do through each and every one of us, that he wants to do things in our days that will leave us in amazement, just things that will be impossible for us to be, even believe if he told us at a time. So just for us to have that expectancy and that hope and that excitement for the the incredible purposes that God has for each and every one of us. It doesn't matter what your position is or, or where you're located or the people you're around, that, that God does have amazing purposes for each one of us to, to really change lives and save lives for, for eternity.
2: So once again, his name is Ben Malcolmson, M-A-L-C-O-L-M-S-O-N. The book is called Walk On. And uh, the interview we did with him was back on November 7th, 2018. You can get the full podcast of that, and any of the other programs you've done, a couple hundred of them or more, at WFIL.com. Uh, ben, the assistant, and, and, and does a lot of PR, external community relations work with the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, obviously, they were in town yesterday and, uh, and took care of the Eagles 17-9. Yeah, Sixers are home tonight against Oklahoma City. Flyers at Carolina tomorrow. Both of those games happening at 7 just in the sports world. Uh, we'll go to a quick break here in a moment. Alabama quarterback Tua Tagovailoa is leaving the Alabama to enter the NFL draft. A lot of folks were following that. He's a super athlete, and uh, rather than returning for a senior season in Alabama, he's going to go to the NFL. And the Dallas Cowboys set to hire Mike McCarthy as their head coach, replacing Jason Garrett. Uh, uh, McCarthy was the uh, head coach for Green Bay for 13 years, helped them win a Super Bowl forecast. Kind of cloudy the rest of the afternoon, little sun still peeking through. 51 the high, clearing out tonight, low 30, getting cloudy with a shower or two later in the day. Uh, for tomorrow and a high of 44. We'll take our quick break. And uh, we have Kurt keeping with our sports team. We actually have a pretty cool guest coming up. Kurt Menefee is his name. He's host of Fox NFL Sunday and also host of a brand new series called America's Top Dog. It's going to be on a and later on this week. We'll chat with him for a few moments and more to come. Our famous uh, Monday edition of the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Thanks for listening today. Thanks for tuning
1: in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM560 WFIL and WFIL.com.
2: It's 438 and the Tim DeMoss Show and WFIL. Thank you for listening in today. You can also listen online, WFIL.com or on your smartphone or tablet with the WFIL app, which is free to download from WFIL.com. I uh, just briefly want to mention, you know, you hear about the website all, you know, all time, whatever. Really a great resource at WFIL.com. Uh, not that it's a resolution, but jump in every now and again over the course of the year. There are a lot of helpful tools. First off, there's the program guide for the station, so you can see which programs air and when. Some of the programs we have air a couple of times during the day or has a, has a weekend edition or something like that to catch on the, uh, on the weekend, right? Um, there's the community calendar, which helps you know what's going on in the community, as it's aptly named. If you, by the way, want to submit something that's going on in your community, uh, there's a few... Rules and regs for that. But if it's a free event, uh, let us know about it. And, you know, we can, in most cases, put that up there for other folks to see. There are also uh, contests and surveys you can participate in and uh, a lot of other good info on the ministries that you hear on the station. And as I mentioned, there's the app and um, things like. The Ministry of the Month. Every month, we like to feature a different ministry. We can't do every single one in the course of a year, but every month, we'll we'll focus on one. We'll let you know more about what they're about or if they have something they're giving away, and that's something you can enter um, and easily be a part of and, and perhaps walk away with some free stuff over the course of the year. You're allowed to win every month, so it's, that's good, too. Uh, this month, we have New Life Live with Steve Arterburn. You might have heard that program. It's at 1 o'clock every weekday afternoon and also rebroadcast at midnight. Steve Arterburn has been involved in so many things over the course of his lifetime and it's uh, his programs heard, you know, by millions every day, including those in the greater Philadelphia area. Every weekday this month, we're giving away Steve's book, a hundred days of peace, which features daily devotions on a hundred topics that encourage finding peace in God's care. Uh, every, every deal, a daily reading has a multiple number of things, a key Bible verse, a short one page devotion, um, thought provoking quotes, Prayers inspired by Scripture—the whole thing, you know, can be done in five minutes, let's say. So it's short, but it's deep enough to you know help you grow and you walk with the Lord. So as the year's getting underway, perhaps you're looking for something to get yourself in a, in a good you know, path or a rhythm. That's something that you could win, or you could, I'm guessing you could just go buy if you want. But that's something we're giving away in conjunction with New Life Live. There's also a grand prize—an eight-book Arterburn Wellness Series: Understanding and Person, uh, Understanding and Loving a Person with Dot, dot, dot. Um, and there are eight volumes. So understanding and loving a person with alcohol or drug addiction or understanding and loving a person with post-traumatic stress disorder. And there's some other things in that series. So that's a grand prize we're giving away. If you want to be entered for the hundred days of peace, uh, peace book or and in conjunction with that, the grand prize, just go WFL.com, click the ministry of the month banner right in our homepage and get yourself in the mix for that. We've had some daily winners already. In fact, give me a second, if you will, I didn't have this off the top of my head just to prove the fact. I think Anne sent this over. Ann is the one who handles so much of this fine contesting that we do. And here she goes. Every morning, faithfully sends along the winner that has been drawn. Kimberly of Harleysville, Renee of Sharon Hill, and Valerie of Philadelphia, our first three winners. Congratulations to all of you. And, again, anyone else is welcome to jump in at any point by clicking the Ministry of the Month banner at WFIL.com. We have a short break to take. We're coming back on the other side with Kurt Menefee of Fox NFL Sunday, also host of a brand-new show called America's Top Dog on A&E that's coming out, uh, I think it's this Wednesday night. And in the spirit of giving stuff away for fun, we'll take the next three folks who send a note to the text line to win a free gift card to Duncan or to Wawa or Panera, courtesy of Bryner Chevrolet and Jenkintown. Our text line is 610 500 dove 610-500-3683. Just text in your first and last name, and the uh, first three folks to do so, we'll send you a note back. Make sure we have your address and mail out a gift card to you as a thank you for listening. Back with more in just a moment,
1: WFIL. Live and local. It's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues.
2: It's 4.45 on the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Thank you for tuning in today. Tough loss for the Eagles yesterday against Seattle Seahawks. Life goes on. If you're a football fan, there's still much more to come. And if nothing else, there are wonderful snacks awaiting on Super Bowl Sunday. Danny is going to share her famous something dip for Sunday, right? Not today. My taco dip. Taco dip. You said it's, the key is cream cheese. Yeah. Alright. The secret ingredient. Joe's wife made I think her mom had these amazing mashed potatoes he shared the recipe for that before you'll have to share your recipe all right if stay tuned if you're willing as we get closer we'll have a snack show I'm sure heading into the Super Bowl but uh prior to that we are very glad to have a special guest on the program you'll know him if you watch Fox NFL Sunday he was the full-time been a full-time host since 2007 teams with co-host Harry Bradshaw studio analyst Howie Long Jimmy Johnson, and Michael Strahan during the NFL season. We are talking about uh none other than Kurt Menefee. Hello. Hello. Hey Kurt, it's Tim. How are you in Philly? All right, Tim. Good. Host of NFL uh Fox NFL Sunday and uh you'll be busy, I guess this coming weekend with the team that just knocked the Eagles out. <laughs>
4: uh yeah. Well, you know, this weekend we have uh the- Seattle Green Bay. Yeah, that's right. At, yeah. Lam- at Lambo, so you can you can be At Lambo, that's right. Chilling. You do? Draw over. Yeah, no, we will be. Uh, I think that you take a look at it, and it was I, – I felt, I felt bad for everybody in Philadelphia. I felt bad for both those teams going in. I mean, it became a war of attrition. I mean, you know, both the Seahawks and the Eagles in particular, just down the stretch, just plug and play, man, just finding guys and finding bodies. And then once Wentz went out, and then you lose Brandon Graham, and, you know, Miles Sanders goes out, and it's just like, what else can it go wrong, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel bad for Wentz, too. I mean, this is a situation where it almost feels like Look, until he wins the Super Bowl, he's going to have Nick Foles over his shoulder. Uh, but now the injury bug becomes an even bigger issue for his reputation. I don't think it's fair. I don't think it's right, uh, especially a concussion. I mean, you, know, you can't really control that. For an ACL, you can't really control that. I mean, so it's not like he's not playing with soft tissue issues. But I, it's just one of those big-picture things. You just oh go, gosh, you just wish everybody had been full-straight and, and that he had a full chance at it. Yeah,
2: chat with Kurt Manafee's host of Fox NFL Sunday. We're going to talk about a brand new program also he's hosting starting this Wednesday. Uh, just one other quick thing, though, because you also do play-by-play for Seattle, right, during the preseason. Is that still the case? So you're familiar with the team and uh, yep. well, well, well familiar with them.
4: Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I do the Seahawks preseason games along with Brock Hewitt.
2: Yeah, they're very good. Well, so let's talk about the, the next thing on your plate because you've been doing many things over the years. In addition to Fox NFL
4: Sunday, America's top dog starting this Wednesday night. Tell us about the series. Well, it's uh, basically American Ninja Warrior for dogs. Okay. So it's a dog competition series where you get uh, four police dogs from around the country, one from Live PD, which is a very popular show on A&E, so people know that canine, they know the police officer, and then three other law enforcement agencies around the country, and they all compete along with one civilian underdog, which is basically your family pet. It doesn't matter what the breed is, how big it is, how small it is, male, female, but they compete over an obstacle course. Uh, And it's all timed events. They climb walls, jump fences, swim in pools. Have to sniff out different uh, scents along the way, Uh, and it's just really a great opportunity for people to see these dogs work uh, and have fun at the same time. Because I, I think so often, especially with police dogs, we see them working in a negative environment. But this is a fun type of competition where they're you know they're going and swimming in a pool or they're going after a ball or whatever it is. It's not a trick show. And it's not a "Who's the cutest dog in the world" show because they're all cute. I mean, let's take <laughs> right. it. every dog's cute, right? <laughs> right. But uh, it's a fun, really family type of show that I think anybody can watch. Uh, with doesn't matter what type of uh, or what age kid you've got or how old you are, uh, that you'll watch it and it'll be a fun event for everybody.
2: Chatting with Kurt Menefee, who's host of uh, Fox NFL Sunday, but also this new show on A and E, America's Top Dog. Um, what got you interested personally in being involved with doing the, this project?
4: Well, I've got two rescue dogs at home. Uh, I've had dogs throughout much of my adult life in particular, um, but just love dogs. Love, I mean, I'm one of those guys that every dog I see I want to pet and, you know, hey, how cute you are and can you do this trick and that kind of thing. Uh, So I've always been a dog guy, and I, I think just when I was approached about it, I'm like, okay, first of all, I'll do anything involving dogs. And then secondly, the aspect of it that genuinely intrigued me was the police dog aspect of it. Because, I, again, I go back to so often we're used to seeing these police dogs in high-stress situations uh, where they're trying to chase down a bad guy, and, and it's all negative. It's all negative. But these are really just family pets. They're normal, everyday dogs. And when they're not working uh, as police dogs, you know they are in the backyard playing Frisbee or chasing down a ball, playing catch, or playing with the kids that the police officer owns. Because they all take these dogs home after work, which I don't think a lot of people think about. But I also don't think that people see them as just really regular, normal dogs, not to be feared when they see them outside of work. And I think a chance to put that spin on it and have people see them really as just like any other pet that you would have in the neighborhood was intriguing for me.
2: Yeah, chat with Kurt Menifee, host of Fox NFL Sunday, and uh, hosting with the America's Top Dog program, premiering this Wednesday uh, at uh, 9 o'clock on A&E. Tell us a little bit about too the, the folks, just like you have your, your Terry Bradshaw and company with you on Sundays. You have Nick and Jamie, uh, Nick White and, uh, and Jamie Little, I believe it is, on, um, on Wednesdays. Yeah. So
4: tell us about yeah. that. Exactly. You know, Nick White's our dog training expert on the show. Um, he's a guy who's a retired Marine who worked with canines in the military. And then after he retired, joined the U.S. Secret Service, <laughs> and he worked with canines in the three presidential administrations. So uh, he's a guy who knows a thing or two about dogs that work in high-stress situations. But also he's got dog training facilities around the country. And he can tell you about teaching your dog how to do, I won't say necessarily tricks, but follow commands. You know, when you need them to do something, and sometimes it's for the dog's health, sometimes it's for yours, or sometimes it's just for fun. You yeah. know, How do you get your dog in the water when it doesn't want to swim? How do you get your dog to chase a ball you know, or pull down a rope or do certain things, especially when you're playing beat the clock as we are on the show? Yeah. So I think those elements that you can translate and transfer into what you do with your family pet at home, Uh, adds to it as well
2: yeah and and jamie had done done nascar reporting too, a sideline reporter
4: yeah yeah a lot of people know jamie from our nascar coverage at fox and so she gets a chance to kind of interview the hammers and and you know pet the dogs if you will before and after they run through the course
2: yeah that's great that's great.
4: everybody who's involved with the show i think one thing to add is that you know uh, we're all dog owners and, and that includes jamie she's got four dogs i talk about nick has a dog and he's got facilities around the country i've got two dogs our producers, directors—so it genuinely is a, a labor of love for all of us.
2: And much like the footballs that you broadcast as well, and describe similarly, this is a competition that goes over a number of weeks with the, with the, you know cash prizes and stuff, with, and some going to charity, which is a nice twist as well.
4: Yeah, each episode, ten thousand dollars goes to the winning. Team, you know, the dog and the handler, plus another 5000 to the animal charity of their choice. And then at the end of the season, we bring winners back, and uh, $25,000 and the title of America's Top Dog hosts <laughs> to the final victor.
2: That's great. Kurt, thank you for your time. God bless you. Have a great rest of your week. All right, you too, Tim. Thanks. Thank you. Bye-bye. It's Kurt Benefee, host of Fox NFL Sunday, and also uh, America's Top Dog, which premieres this Wednesday at uh, uh, 9 o'clock on A&E. We have just enough time to slip in our final break and a few final thoughts on our swell program. Thanks for listening in today. Back with more in just a moment, WFIL.
1: Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM 560 WFIL? Email D at wfil.com.
2: It's 4.56 on the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Come down the home stretch of our fine broadcast. Enjoyed. Uh, playing clips for you from a gentleman named Ben Malcolmson who works for the Seattle Seahawks. He has a book out called walk on. We actually had him on the program back in uh, November of 2018, November 7th, specifically a lot of great wisdom, an amazing story that's applicable to each and every one of us. Uh, And and the lessons that he learned, there's a lot in there. He ends each chapter of scripture and uh, you know, when we have guests on the program, we're hoping, I, I know, that it's more than just you enjoy hearing the person talk or be entertained or something. Hopefully, at least at some point in the conversation, something that's said is helpful to you and applicable to you, whether it's a life lesson learned or something. So it's more than just, hey, so-and-so is on the show. That was interesting. That You know, that's fine. But hopefully it goes much beyond that. I know I know the aim I have in mind when I talk with these folks is to at least ask one or two questions that can be, you know, beneficial uh, to to each person listening in. So in any case, um, you can get the full podcast of that and any of our programs at WFIL.com. Thought it was timely to have that uh, replayed for you in part due to the fact that the Eagles and Seahawks played yesterday. Uh, Looking ahead, just so you know, one of our guests in the near next day or two, uh, a lady named Jill Savage, she has written a book called Empty Nest, Full Life, Discovering God's Best, for your next. And she's an author and speaker, very passionate about encouraging families, written nine books, including this new one, Empty Nest, Full Life, Discovering God's Best for Your Next. So look forward to having Jill on. It might be tomorrow, it might be day after. Uh, keep an eye on our, our site as well for the podcast after we're done. You can listen to them and download them and enjoy them anytime you like. That'll do it for today. Thanks for listening. We appreciate your prayers. God bless you. Have a great night. Jim Max and Max 13 Ministries.